Good day, it's Genovia here again, and this episode I will be discussing death culture, death positivity, and how my feelings about death have manifested within me. Our society is so uncomfortable with death and dying, but there isn't one person on this earth that gets to skip out on that experience. One of the reasons why I think society has become so uncomfortable is that Before in earlier times, death took place in the home. People died in the home, and then they were displayed often in glass coffins in the home. Back in the 19th century during the Victorian times, um, lockets of hair from the deceased were kept and worn as brooches. Um, I've even seen some teeth made into rings. Mirrors were covered with, um, they were shrouded in black and so were paintings of the deceased. Clocks throughout the house were stopped at the time of death and this, you know, all took place in the home. And it was extremely common for the living loved ones to take pictures with the corpse. Now that would be deemed in poor taste. The Victorians had almost um, fanatical obsession with death. And that was because of the high mortality rates at that time. Because of this, they created very elaborate rituals to cope. And it was almost, I would say, fetishistic. Um, I'm using the other definition of fetish, which is an inanimate object worship for its supposed magical powers or because it is considered to be inhabited by a spirit. Um, Thus, the brooches and the little mementos from the dead that they would wear every day. Today, though, 80% of deaths occur in hospitals, so we are pretty far removed from the death process. Death is the one thing that you can count on in this life. And death positivity is something that I have grown into. I love skulls. I do love dead things. I am a taxidermist. That should tell you a lot. I have an ardent romance for all things that fall into the darker side of life. I actually don't think it's all morbid, but other people do, and I'm totally okay with that. Not everyone has a comfortable relationship with death. Some individuals think it's morbid because most of us do have a fear around death and dying, but the reason why I love skulls and dead things is because it It lovingly reminds me of my loved ones that have passed on but have left their physical vehicle behind. A vehicle that I loved and associated with their life, it makes me feel close to them. I've had to have a reckoning with death. I've had to sit with death and try to ease the pain. Um, It's happened so frequently in my life that, you know, grieving is a very big part of my life and can last years if not a lifetime. So I wear mostly black because I myself am in mourning. I will most likely always be in mourning and I've grown to 100% accept that about my life. I don't judge myself for it. I've grown to love it. Um, It is a visual statement for myself and myself alone to remember the dead, my dead. But, you know, it's... Not like, I I don't walk around emo. I'm not a Debbie Downer. I am, in fact, a huge positive Polly. I giggle all the time. I'm always cutting up and being silly with my loved ones. But my morning is expressed through my clothing and my home decor. Uh, My visual tastes 
represent comfort and closeness to my loved ones that have passed on. Some people get it. They're like, yes, I totally understand. And some people don't. They just think I'm a weirdo, Um, which is totally okay. I, I have lots of empathy for people that haven't gone through what I've gone through. I like to think of it as Scarlett O'Hara when her first husband died, but I actually like wearing black and I get to party because it's 2018 and not the 19th century. Um, so that's awesome. I don't know if you guys know, but when a woman was in mourning, she most likely was in mourning for a minimum of two years and she was... Uh, it, she had to refrain from partying but you know going to parties and socializing and things like that um luckily no one tells you to be in mourning it's a personal choice it's something that I've chosen for myself it's not something that I think I have to do it's something that actually helps me with my grief it gives a face to it so to you know, if so to so to speak, and it makes me feel really, really comfortable with you know my feelings and what I go through. The people who have known me since childhood know that I've always loved the dark side of life, and I've been so very fortunate to be accepted by them. Um, I have such an amazing, diverse friend group, and they just let me be good old me and like the things that I like, and you know, I just feel so fortunate because. You know, we all have our unique styles and we all just accept each other, you know, for that style. I did go through a conventional phase in high school because honestly, it was easier. High school was so hard for me being an orphan and trying to navigate how to be an adult while dealing with the vapid dire road of adolescence. And it was hell. There were some fun parts, but a lot of hardship working and trying to support myself whilst still trying to allow myself to be a kid it was so confusing and I would come home every single night and cry my eyes out but as I grew and become you know I became stronger in who I was and I got to know myself better and and learning how to navigate this life with all of this grief and as each year passed I cared less about making people comfortable and more about feeling good in my own skin and self-expression and and expressing it and feeling comfortable and, and being, you know, you know what, this is, this is who I am. And, and, you know, saying that to people and not even having to say it, but visually representing it through my clothes and my style and my home decor and my aesthetic. Um, I highly recommend doing the work to get to this point. Death is something that is very personal to each and every one of us that experience loss and Anyone who has lost someone that was close to them, it never goes away. You never stop thinking about the person that's no longer here. And, you know, whether you express that outwardly or whether it's just something that's inside of you, it's something that you have to cope with. And, you know, whether it's dressing all in black or, you know, being attracted to the dark side of life and dark romance or, you know, whatever it is for you, I highly recommend finding something positive in dealing with your grief. Finding a positive way to cope with loss and everything that goes with it. Because 
it has personally helped me so much with my grief. I think because I can express my grief through my fashion and through my home decor, it allows me and gives me the freedom to, you know, be happy-go-lucky. I don't, you know, it's, there's not this heaviness on me all the time because my grief has an outlet through my clothes, you know, and the visual things that I look at every day. So I think if people can come to a place where they can express that grief in whatever way they find, whatever positive way, I'm not saying pick up the crack pipe (laughs) at all or do meth or any of those things. I'm saying a healthy way, whether it's exercise, whether it's designing, creating, um, you know, fashion, whatever it is, find a positive way to channel all that grief and all those not so happy feelings all the time that you get (laughs) that comes with grief and it really really helps it it makes the road easier i don't care for labels myself and i choose not to label myself which is my right as an autonomous human being but i do understand labels people use labels to communicate to understand It makes most people feel comfortable when they're able to label something because then they get this sense of understanding which makes them feel secure. And yes, sometimes it is 100% easier to label something because you don't have to think as much. It is a lazy choice to make, but it is easier. Um, Hell, I've labeled myself to strangers because I've been lazy and not wanting to explain and define who I am for whatever reasons, whether I was tired, hungry, or just not in the mood. So... You know, I have people ask me, well, are you goth or, you know, you're so goth. And I'm like, okay, yeah, if if that label makes you feel comfortable, you know, then use it. Like, if, if this makes your life easier, then use it. And it's made my life, I've called myself goth sometimes because I'm like, man, I don't, I don't want to explain to people why I choose to express myself the way I do. And when you do dress differently and people are having a hard time finding a box for you to fit and they do ask questions, which comes with the territory. Some people say, well, why don't you dress differently? And I can't because doing so would be a betrayal of myself, which is the worst kind of betrayal. I'm not going to betray myself because people haven't acquired the skill of thinking outside of the box and and let's be honest for people that are darkly inclined none of this is new it is the price we pay to be our true selves and to love what we love there is a very large number of people that are darkly inclined and more and more joining the group by the day i know women who have loved everything pink and rainbows and unicorns and cupcakes and are now dressed in head-to-toe black wearing spikes and chains and i love it At some point, they gave themselves permission to be who they really are, or they just grew and decided to go to a different style direction. Either way, I embrace all of it. Um, No one has the right to tell you how you should dress or what group you're in or not a part of. And anyone who gets mad or insecure about someone else liking what they like is just unconfident in their own identity, so they feel threatened. If you've done the work, then nothing and no one can ever threaten who you are and what you are about. I love people coming to the dark side because I'm like, yes, easier access. 
It means I don't have to explain why I like what I like because they understand it because they like it too. It means I don't have to scour the web for hours and hours for pretty dark things to wear and put in my home. It means I have people that understand why and what I like. It means more artists and creators providing things for us to express ourselves in the way we want to. So fuck yes. Fly whatever flag you want, freaky or not. Dark romance, mento mori, whatever it is. Please make things. Create. Contribute. Some of the coolest pieces I own are done by craftsmen and women that make things by hand and it is exceptional and beautiful and encompasses exactly what I what I feel there's you know people like blood milk studios and omnia studios and there are all these different studios that are making jewelry and um I think it's what is it dark macabre I don't know I should have I should have written this down but just honestly if you go to my instagram you can have a very clear picture of what my aesthetic is what i like what i use to express myself what makes me feel comfortable and you can find all of these amazing people that create these amazing things if you're so darkly inclined on my instagram at genovia um, or you can look at my Tumblr too, which you can find through my website, genovia.com. Um, I I need you people. We need you. Because the people that do like dark romance, you know, yes, more and more people are finding that they like it and joining, you know, this, I don't even know what you, I don't want to call it a subculture because it's more than that, but just, you know fuck it we like what we like and the more people that understand that the more things they will create and the easier it is for us to express ourselves so yes please no one but you can give the permission needed to be who you truly are and you know if someone calls you goth and you don't like it who cares it's none of your business what other people think and and if you want to use that label and say hey you know, it's just easier. So I don't have, you know, because here's the thing. I don't know why other people like darkly inclined, you know, life, you know, dark romance. I, I can't speak for them. All I can say is, you know, I'm an 80s baby. I grew up listening to certain bands that would, would be considered quote unquote goth, but I don't particularly label myself as such. Um, but if other people label me as goth, I don't care, whatever. And sometimes I use the label just to get through a superficial conversation with someone that I don't know and who is a stranger and I don't feel like investing time in them to explain why I like what I like because sometimes it's just not that serious. You know, if I'm grabbing a coffee or getting a croissant or something, like I'm not trying to tell you my life story you know, I appreciate the fact that you like how I look. Awesome. You know, you're great for complimenting me, but I don't want to sit here and get into why I express myself the way I do sometimes. Sometimes we just don't have time to. So I'm going to stay away from the goth label because I'm not trying to be political. And with any subculture, there becomes all, there's just so much talk of 
well, you're only this if you like this and all that. And I'm just, that is just not me. I'm 35 years old. I don't have time for all of that. I am who I am. You are who you are. If we like the same things, awesome. You know, it is what it is. I hope this has given you some insight about how death has manifested within me. And I hope that you have a better understanding of why I like what I like. And if you didn't understand it before, hopefully you do now. I hope this was insightful. And if you have any suggestions uh, for topics or anything you would like to share, you can email me at info at genovia.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at genovia. And my website can be found at genovia.com. I hope you had as good a time as I did talking about this stuff and see you next week.